0: Now, Matthew chapter six, I'll be reading out of the New King James Version. Be reading out of the New King James Version. I'll be reading from verse five all the way to seven of reading out of the New King James Version. Okay? When you have it, please say amen. And when you pray, you shall not be like the hypocrites. For they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the corners of the street. That they may be seen by men. Or surely I say to you, they have their reward. But when you pray, go into your room. And when you have shut the door, pray to your Father. And when you pray to your Father who is seen in the secret place. And when your Father who sees you in secret will reward you openly. And when you pray, do not use vain repetitions as the heathens do. For they think they will be heard for their many words. Today, tonight I want to use for a simple subject, the purpose of prayer. I want to use that. I want to use, use that as, as, a, as a focus. The purpose of prayer. Type that. Write that. The purpose of prayer. Now, I want to start off with a quote. It was Martin Luther who once said, to be a Christian without prayer is no more possible than to be alive without breathing. I want to say that again. It was Martin Luther who once said, to be a Christian without prayer is no more possible than to be alive without breathing. Thank you. I want to thank you. Purpose of prayer. When we think about prayer, one thing I realize is that prayer is an important part of the Christian life. People ask, "What is the definition of prayer? What is the you know what is the best way to describe prayer? Prayer is having a conversation." with God. When we pray, when we look to praying, it is to have a conversation with the Lord. Prayer is very important. I understand that, you know, we have, you know, in the services, we have music and we have, you know, all these different things. We have, you know, light shows and action and those, those are things I add to the church service. But it's very important to have prayer in a church setting. Why is that? Because prayer is something that sets the atmosphere. Prayer is something that moves things around. Prayer is something that changes stuff. You see, what I realize is that when you pray and spend time with God, something ought to change. Something ought to move. When we pray, we have to learn how to talk. And skillfully communicate with the Lord. So that means that we have to address the Lord in a powerful and respectful way. We cannot come to the Lord and talk to him like he is our best friend. We cannot talk to the Lord like he is somebody who is a co-worker. But we have to talk to the Lord. And spend time with him and be in awe and reverence of him. Our bishop has been teaching about a reintroduction to reverence and talking about having reverence for the Lord. In your prayer time, it ought to be reverent for him. We should not spend time in prayer with this long list of what we want. But we have to come to the Lord and know what we're coming to the Lord with. Prayer. Is a two-way relationship. It is between men and women and the Lord. What I realize in prayer is that not only are we talking to the Lord, but prayer is we're listening to the Lord. I remember reading the book of 1 Samuel. Samuel was in the temple with Eli. And Samuel was laying down. He heard someone call him, say Samuel, Samuel, Samuel. And when he was looking around, he was saying, Eli, did you call for me? He said, no, I did not call for you. And he heard the voice again say, Samuel, Samuel, Samuel. And he was looking around and yet he still did not see who was calling for him. And He went to Eli, Eli said, I did not call for you. And then as he said, I did not call for him, he laid down and he said, who called me? He said, the Lord is speaking to you. And then he says to him, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. You see, what I realize is that as I'm talking about this is that... Prayer is not only talking to the Lord, but it's also listening to the Lord. The question is, are you listening to the Lord? Because sometimes we come into prayer, we come with this long list of what we want. We come with this long list and we're doing all the talking. But sometimes we have to be quiet in our minds and soul to listen to the Lord. We have to listen to what he has for us. You have to listen to the wisdom that he has in our lives. So are you listening to the Lord? Are you taking time to listen to what he wants to tell you? Because what I've noticed in my time with God is that when I pray to him, he gives me what I need. Because it's only all you need God to tell you is one thing. You don't need the Lord to tell you a bunch of stuff. When you spend time with all he has to do is tell you one thing. And that one thing can carry you To the next season of your life. That one thing can save your life. Have you ever noticed that you was trying to make a big decision? And you were trying to figure out, you know, how am I going to get to this? What am I going to do? And you can spend time with the Lord in prayer. And he tells you instantly what you need. The beautiful part about spending time with God is that he can tell you something that can blow your mind. All you need is one word from the Lord. I don't know know who that's for. I don't know who's listening to me right now, but all you need is one word from the Lord. And that one word can bring you into a greater awareness of who he is. So how do you pray to the Lord? How do you come to the Lord? You see, praying to the Lord is like having a child's conversation with their father. I didn't understand this until I had a niece, my beautiful niece, Sophia. I love her so much. And I remember we were in the house and she was, you know, walking around the house and I was standing up by the bookshelf of my of bishop's house. And I knew that she needed me because she would lift her hands to me. And when that means that when she lifts, her hands, that means she wants me to pick her up. Do you realize that when you pray, that means that you want the Lord to pick you up? You see, i'm glad on tonight that when I was looking around and trying to find different things, the Lord picked me up. You see in my prayer time, the Lord picked me up. Yes, I may have been down in my situation, down in my problem, but the Lord picked me up again. What we need today is the Lord to pick us up. What we need today is to say, yes, I'm going through so many different things. Yes, my job may say one thing. Yes, things are happening. But when I pray to the Lord, he picks me back up again. What I notice is that when I pray, when I spend time praying to the Lord, I have a safety. What is the safety that comes when you pray to Lord? The safety is knowing that God is there. In the midst of what you're going through the good news is, is that yes I'm going through something good I'm going through something bad but the Lord is with me you see that's what the song says and he walks with me and he talks with me and he tells me I am his own the reason why we pray to the Lord because we know that we are his child yes I'm a child of God yes I'm a child of the King when I spend time with the Lord I know that my father hears me I know that he hears me my heart he hears my mind he hears what's going on he hears the thoughts that i don't want to say to someone else what well, beautiful part about Spending time with God is that when you spend time with him, you don't have to worry about what's being said as you're spending time with him. Why? Because he holds the secrets that you tell him. You see, I told somebody one time, I said, the beautiful part of talking to the Lord and spending time with him is that when I tell him stuff, he's not going to gossip about it. He's not going to tell someone on the phone. He's not going to go and tell somebody, but he's going to keep it to himself. What about God? The good news is that we have a savior that we can talk to. You see, the good news about being a Christian is that we have a God that can listen and speak to us. Yes, I know many people have different religions and they, 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 they believe in Buddha and Confucius. But what I believe is in Jesus Christ. Why? Because Jesus is the only one that hears me. Jesus is the only one that speaks to me. That's why the song says, have a little talk with Jesus. Tell him all about your troubles. Tell him what you hear. Why? Because when I spend time with him, he'll speak to me. But I have to come to him like a child. Like I said, my niece, when she lifts her hands, that means she wants want me to do what? Pick her up. What we need is the God to pick us up again. Oh, I know that we have Omicrons and we have different viruses going on. But when we look to the Lord, he can pick us back up again. Lord have mercy. You see, it is very natural for a child to ask their father for what they need. Let's really look at this. Sometimes in life, we look for everybody else to find what we need. You see, but what I realize is that Jesus is my creator. Yes, we know that. And I am his creation. But when I look to everyone else to help me, they cannot help me. But when I look to God, he is the one that can help me. Let's look at this. My friend, a friend of mine has a Mercedes Benz, a beautiful Mercedes Benz, brand new. It was beautiful. And I remember he kept telling me, I'm having some trouble with my car. I said, "Okay, all right. He said, I'm having some trouble with my car. He said, I'm trying to figure out what's going on. He says, the tires are acting up, but the engine, I don't know what's going on. I said, "Okay." He said, I went to one car place and they couldn't fix it. I said, okay. He said, I went to another car place and they couldn't fix it. I said, okay. He said, but when I went to Mercedes Benz, they were able to fix the problem. You see, why is it that why we are as human beings go to other human beings to help us? But they cannot help us. But when we go to our creator, he's able to fix us what what we needed him. The good news is that when we spend time in prayer, God is able to fix us better than anything else can fix us. I know that we have many psychologists, but that cannot fix it. You say, I know we have many psychiatrists, but that cannot fix it. But when I have Jesus, who is the master architect and builder, he can come and fix my life. He's the one that can come and change my life. We serve a God who knows how to answer our prayers. We serve a God who's able to fix us and mold us into what we have God is able to fix your need your need may be financial you may say Lord, I need a financial miracle God can meet that need your need may be something that's physical saying Lord, my body is hurting he can meet your physical need your mind say, look my mind is hurting and I'm thinking overthinking God can come and ease your troubling mind we serve a God who's able to do that so then let's look at this. Let's look at this a little bit further. The Bible shows us that when we pray, God hears us. But when we pray to him, we must make our requests known unto him. Philippians 4, verse 6 says, Let your requests be made known unto God. You have to tell God what you need. The scriptures are filled with, with beautiful examples of people crying out to God and asking for his strength, guidance, and healing. What I notice here as I part parenthetically is that we need the Lord for his strength. Mm-hmm. We need the Lord for his guidance, yes, and we need the Lord for healing. Why do we need the Lord for strength? Well, I noticed that we have some weak moments. We have some moments where we feel weak and we feel down, but God knows how to give us some strength. You see, but then sometimes in life we walk around feeling lost and we feel like there is nothing that can guide us, but God gives us some guidance. Uh, There's someone here on IG and someone here on Facebook that can say, yes, I was feeling something, but then there was some guidance that guided me along the way. That's why the song says, guide me, Thou great Jehovah. You see, we need the Lord to guide us when we feel distracted. We need the Lord to move us into what we have for us. And then it says healing. There are many people who are sick right now. Mm-hmm. There are people who are feeling sick in their body, sick in their minds. They're feeling sick right now, but the Lord comes and heals you. I don't know about you, but sometimes when you're feeling sick, you need the Lord to heal you. You need the Lord to come and heal your mind when you're overthinking. You need the Lord to heal your heart when you're overthinking. You need the Lord to heal you. All you need to say, Lord, I need your healing. Lord, I need your strength. Lord, I need your... God is Lord, I need your healing. As Christian believers, we learn from the prayers in the scriptures now I understand we live in a time where people like to downplay the Word of God but the Word of God will always stand it doesn't matter whether it we're in 2021 or thirty twenty one or forty twenty one. we will still have the Word of God heaven and earth shall pass away but my word shall stand Matthew gospel tells us that that no matter what's going on we still need the Word of God the Word of God gives us wisdom the word of God gives us insight. The Word of God gives us impartation. The Word of God gives us strength. The Word of God gives us sight. The Word of God gives us what we need. We need the Word of God. It doesn't matter whether you're in the Old Testament you need the Word of God. Whether you're in the New Testament, you need to stand on the Word of God. The Word of God will stand for you. This gospel will stand for you. Yes, there are many books out there, but there's only one important book and that is the Word of God. We need the Word of God. So then we look at the promises in the word of God. Jeremiah 33 verse 3 says, call to me and I will answer you. And show you great and mighty things that you do not know. Let's really look at that. It says, call to me. Well, I realize that when I call on my friends, they cannot hear me sometimes. When I call on family, sometimes they don't answer the phone. But when I call on the Lord, he's able to hear me. And then it says, call to me and I will answer you. You see, Jesus is on the main line. Tell him what you want. You see, all you have to do is call on the name of the Lord and he will answer you and show you great and mighty things he's gonna show you what great things ah uh, this is a season where God's gonna show you great things this is a season he's gonna show you mighty things which you do not know you're trying to figure out how did that check in the mail come God's gonna send that check in the mail you are trying to figure out how did God able to make resources come because God will show you things what you do not know you say you may be trying to figure out how did you get that job without a college degree God can give you a job right there all you need to do is trust in the Lord You see some trust in horses, some trust in chariots, but who will trust in the name of the Lord? I know everyone else in everything else, but when I trust in the name of the Lord, the name of God can give me something great. And then it said in Psalms 34 verse 17, the righteous cry out. And the Lord hears and delivers them out of their troubles. Oh, that's good news for someone because yes, I was crying out to him and yes, I was looking for him, but, but he heard me. Oh, I love the Lord because he heard my cry and pitted every groan. As long as I live, I hasten to his throne. I'm so glad that when I cry out to the Lord, he hears me. Oh, but not only does he hear me, he delivers me. Why? Because he's a deliverer. I don't know about you, but there's some time. Well, we need some deliverance. Yeah, there's some people who may be locked up, but when you need is some deliverance, there's some people who are looking around saying, I don't know what to do. All you have to do is say, Lord, I need you to deliver me. Lord, I need you to deliver me out of my trouble. Deliver me out of that bad relationship. Deliver me out of that toxic job. Deliver me out of this toxic marriage. We need the Lord to deliver us. I, I don't know where you're going right now, but you need the Lord to deliver you. And it says, deliver them out of their troubles. There's some people out here who's feeling some trouble on their minds, They're feeling some trouble on their hearts, but the Lord can give you out of that trouble, yes, that trouble that's been having you wake up in the middle of the night, that trouble that's been giving you bad dreams, God can give you strength out of that trouble, yes, trouble in my way, I have to cry sometime, lay awake at night, but that's all right, I know Jesus will fix it, God will fix your life, yes, you may be feeling like, I don't know what to to do but all you have to do is say, Lord, deliver me, Lord, get me out of my trouble, Lord, I need you like never before. What we need today is to call on the name of Jesus. And then it says in Luke chapter 18, verse 1, this is helping someone. I hope this is helping someone. I want to really help somebody on tonight. It says, Then he spoke a parable to them that men ought to pray and not lose heart. I want to encourage you on tonight. Don't lose heart. As you keep on praying, don't lose your hope. As you keep on praying, don't lose that smile on your face. As you're praying, don't lose your joy. Yes, yes, things don't look a certain way, but as you spend time in prayer, he's going to give you what you need. As you spend time with the Lord, he's going to open your eyes. What you need today is the Lord to hear your prayer prayers. Yes, all you need today is to come to the Lord and say, Lord, I need you. And then Jeremiah 29, verse 12, 13 says, when you call upon me and go and pray to me, I will listen to you. Oh, I'm glad that God listens to me. I know everybody else don't want to listen to me, but when I spend time with God, he listens to me. And then it said, when you seek me and find me, when you search with me of all your heart, look for the Lord with all your heart. And then Hebrews chapter four, verse 16 says, let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain and find mercy and grace to help in time of need let me say that verse again let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need i know that we have iPhones sometimes. I know we have iPhones and we have, you know, these different devices and we have, you know, iPads and iPhones and all those things. Oh, that's wonderful. But I, when I, when I'm in need of prayer, I don't run to my phone. I run to the throne. I run to the throne of grace and mercy. When we look at the times that we live in today, we need God's grace and mercy. When we look at the problems that are going on in our world, we need grace and mercy. When we look at viruses, the Omicron virus, and and all these different viruses, we need grace. And mercy when we see people being killed and blood being shed on the streets we need grace and mercy when we see problems that are going on in our world we need grace and mercy I don't know about you but what we need today is the grace and mercy of God even as you're driving as you're trying to figure out what am I going to do next we need the grace and mercy of God when you spend time with God he's going to give you grace and and mercy. The beautiful part about being with God is that he gives you something that the world cannot give you. Let me park right there because a lot of people come into this world and say, well, I wish this would happen. I wish that would happen. You see, I don't worry about tomorrow. I just worship the person who holds tomorrow because while everybody is worrying, I'm going to worship him. While everybody's being scared, I'm going to focus on the Lord. You see, while everybody's being nervous and trying to figure out what's going to happen today and tomorrow, all I do is focus on Jesus because when I focus my eyes on the Lord, he's able to give me something. That's greater than anybody else Well what is he able to give you Well I noticed that he's able to give us Joy What is Joy There is a big difference between joy And happiness Happiness comes and goes But joy is something That stays with you No matter what You see, happiness comes when you feel when things are good, you're happy. When things are bad, happiness is gone. But I have a joy that comes when things are good or bad. Yes, if I'm employed or unemployed, I'm still going to have my joy. Even if friends walk away from me or stay in my life, I'm still going to have my joy. Yes, people may talk about me, but I'm still going to have my joy. Yes, people may leave your life, I'm still going to have my joy. People may leave your church, that's all right. you still have your joy. Why? Because you can still have that joy that holds you and new people can come and fill the house of God up. Don't lose your joy. No matter what you go through in life, don't lose your joy. Matthew chapter seven, verse seven says, ask and out and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find knock and it will be open for you. When you spend time with God, you have to come to him and knock on the door. You have to seek after him. When you spend time in prayer, you need to seek after God. It's not about seeking after anything else. But when you seek after God, there is something that comes. When you seek after the Lord, God is open to receiving you as his child. God is open to you, but you have to be open to him. Prayer, you cannot come with a lock, hard heart. You cannot come and pray and feel bitter and angry. No, you have to come and pray with understanding, saying, Lord, I just need you. I need you right now. Yes, things are not looking the way I want it to go, but I'm still going to pray and open myself up. And prayer, I want to say this, prayer is not something you do when life is bad. No, 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 no. Prayer is something you do every single day as a Christian believer. I want to say that again. Every, a prayer is not something you do when things are bad. Because the problem is we just come to prayer when things are bad. No, we pray to the Lord every single day. No matter what's going on in your life. No matter what's happening in your life. Go to the Lord and pray. Now, the scriptures tells us. That we are to pray for one another, and as we're praying for one another, God hears and answers our prayer. Now, when will you receive Jesus Christ into your heart and soul as your Lord and Savior? You see, let me let's really get let's really get to the to the root of this. The reason why we come to church, we don't come to church for good music. We don't come to church to see what the church members have on. We don't come to church just to look fancy. We come to church for Jesus Christ. That's what is the point of going to church for Jesus Christ. And I know many people talk about, oh, we don't need church buildings. And people talk about church, church, and talk against the church. Well, that's fine for you. But it doesn't matter what you say against the church. The church will stand. It doesn't matter whether we're in 3021. The church will stand and be where it is. It doesn't matter whether we're 100 years from now 200 years from now. The church of the Lord will still stand. The word of God will still be preached. It does not matter what society says. We still need the house of God It does not matter what people say against the church We still need the church of the living God Jesus died for the church So the church has to stand up In the hour of this time When we receive Jesus Into our heart We accept him as Lord and Savior We have to confess to him As Lord And we are a child of God And are saved you can't, you, when you are a Christian, you know that Jesus is Lord and Savior of your life. When you are a Christian, all these other religions is nice. All those religions is cute. But when you are a Christian, you are focused on Jesus Christ. When you are a Christian, you have the honor and privilege of always talking to him in prayer at any time about anything and everything. Let me say that again. When you when you have the honor and privilege of talking to him in prayer at any time about everything and anything. You see, the real life of a Christian is a deep and very personal relationship with the Lord. You see, but as I come to a conclusion, I want to just... Close this in. I'm going to get to this stuff over time because we're in a series. We're going to get to this. I want to encourage someone that as you spend time in prayer, God is going to do something new. As you spend time with prayer, God is going to open your eyes to new things. I know many of us are saying, you know, why is this happening in the world and why is this happening? Focus on the Lord. The problem with our society is that we so focus on the news and we focus on everything else. And we focus on on God. Sometimes you got to close your door. Put your phone away. Put your devices away. And focus on the Lord. Sometimes you have to say, you know what, Lord? I know I'm focused on everything, but I'm going to focus on you. I'm going to focus on what you want me to do. I'm going to focus on what you have for me. I want to encourage someone. As they're listening to me. Always take time to pray. I want to say that again. Always take time to pray. Praying to the Lord is never time wasted. I want to say that again. Praying to the Lord is never time wasted. And as we're praying, let us sow into this moment. I believe this is a moment where we need to sow into, into the Lord right now. As you're praying, God is going to do something new, even though as you're locking on the screen, there's many ways to give, many ways to give text global, GOBLO to 51400. We can cash out. We can do so many things. As, you're, as we're coming to the conclusion of this, continue to pray. Pray for your neighbors. Pray for your friends. Pray for people who are in need. There is someone right now who say, you know what, I just need to talk to someone and just pray with them. There is a, these, these are times where we need to pray even more. And if you do not know how to pray, that's why we're here to teach you how to pray. And if you don't know how to pray, we will show you what to pray and how to pray. Thank you, Deacon Ivo, for, for putting that on the screen. This is among what we need to pray. We need to pray for our nation. We need to pray for our society. We need to pray for our, our, our friends, our families. There are people right now who hit me up and say, man, I need someone to pray for me. Can you pray for me? Last week, I want to say this. Last week, my close friend was in a car accident. Let me tell you what happened. I was on the phone with a friend of mine. We were, they were driving. Their car flipped over twice and the phone hung up. I called them back. And I was calling them and calling them. And they said, God is good. Even though the car is messed up, God is good. They had a messed up shoulder. My friend, she messed up her ankle. But I was praying with her and keep on praying for her. Now she's walking and trying to to work and trying to do things well. Why? Because we have to believe in the power of prayer. I believe that God wants us to pray and continue having a spirit of momentum in our prayers. Right now, as we come to a close... As we come to a conclusion, I want to pray right now. I want to pray for everyone that is listening to me. I want to pray for everyone that is watching on me online. Whether you're on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, I want to pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, we first say thank you. We thank you, Lord, for being our Lord and Savior. We thank you, Lord, for opening doors for us that no man can close. For closing doors that no man can open. Lord, right now, we look to you, Lord. We look to you, Lord, because you are the author and the finisher of our faith. We look to you, Lord, because you are the beginning and the end. Lord, right now, touch every person that has been listening and watching me even right now. Lord, there's someone who has a need right now. Lord, meet that need right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, right now, open our eyes so we can see what you want us to see. Lord, open our ears so we can hear what you want us to hear, God. Lord, touch our hearts so we can beat hearts of love. Lord, touch our feet so we can walk into where you want us to go. Lord, this is a new season and we need a new vision. We need new things right now. We know in your scriptures, behold, I will do a new thing. Lord, let the new things come right now. Let healing come right now. Let strength come right now. Let deliverance come right now. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, right now, touch our pastor. Touch the people that are connected to our house. Touch every person that has been watching. Let them be blessed. Let them be renewed and let them be revived. In the name of Jesus. Lord, right now, pray for every single person. Pray for every person who's in need of healing. Touch them right now. Who's in need of deliverance. Deliver right now. Lord, whoever in need of set free. Set them free in the mighty name. We speak a blessing over you right now. We speak a blessing over everyone that is here. In the Jesus name I pray and the people of God say amen. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for watching. Please sow. Please sow. Please come on Sunday morning. We will have a fresh and powerful mighty word from our bishop. We are excited for what the Lord is going to do to him. Please, please come on. Please, we thank God for your life. Please click subscribe to everyone says watching me. And be blessed, everyone. Everyone, have a wonderful night. And God bless you. Global is who we are. Fire is what we bring. And ministry is what we do. Be blessed, everyone.